0: I'm just letting you know from off the top. It's very choppy. It's very hard to listen to. But just know that my sound effects are there. The hoorah, the yay, the the claps, the everything is there. Um, I'm just very frustrated right now. Um, so you won't hear all the things that you need to hear. But you just know that they're there. Like I, when I press the button, like it was supposed to be there, and yada yada yada. So just i don't know if you fuck with me you really fuck with me so just enjoy the episode man that's all i can say (laughs) i've been gone for a minute i know i know i know i know but i'm here now um i recorded some of this before just just listen to it and i hope that you fuck with it that's all i'm saying so enjoy Welcome back to All Call Radio! It's your favorite sky babe, JD! (laughs) And we are back for episode 7. Listen, I know I'm late. I'm late. I am. I am. But here we are, right? Here we are! (laughs) The holiday season has been nuts i have been worked in i can't even speak i have been worked into all kind of ways left right up down they were like yo are you flexible during the interview and i was like yeah i'm totally flexible like <laughs> i can like i could do whatever <laughs> it, i'm exhausted um this holiday season has been garbagio it's been garbaggio, <laughs> but here we are. We made it. It is January two. I I apologize. <laughs> I'm two weeks late. I am. I am. But um, listen, man. It's been a rough couple of weeks. We made it. It's fine. Everything's good. So we're just gonna go ahead and get into it. <laughs> we've got, um, what do we have? We've got turbulent topics, we've got pet peeves, we've got plain etiquette, of course, of course, of course. We have the fun facts. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into it. The first, very first, black flight attendant! <laughs> 26-year-old Ruth Taylor. I'm reading from this article. According to Jet Magazine, 26-year-old Ruth Taylor from New York City was the first African-American hired to be a flight attendant in January 1958. She worked for Mohawk Airlines, a regional passenger airline, that operated in the mid-Atlantic region of the U.S. from the mid-1940s until 1970. Yeah. <sighs> more and more black flat signs were hired by bigger airlines. Patricia Murphy from Chicago. She was hired by Delta <laughs> in 1966, including Casey Grant, who also worked for an airline industry. Hey, it's just, it's just, can we just Yay! shout out to Taylor, shout out to Patricia Murphy, shout out to all the pioneer black flight attendants, the pioneer black pilots. Just please, can we, can we? Yay! Oh my where we words are hard where would we be without you guys like I don't I don't know I I don't have an answer to that all I know is that I just want to say thank you um, thank you to you thank you to your, your your family just thank you for your courage and your cause I know it was hard I know I know I know being 35,000 feet in the air right now in 2020 technically 2022 and people still trying you like oh put that over there I don't want to look your way because you're colored I can feel it I can feel, I know I know So for you guys to sit here and 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 break barriers way back when and I say way back when, like, oh my God, it was like 40, 50, 50, years, whatever years ago. It wasn't that long ago that y'all motherfuckers was doing a thing when it was doing thing. Thank you. All I can say is thank you. You deserve your flowers. You deserve your hoorah. You deserve so much more than what we as a black collective could give you could could give you, uh, could give you <laughs> right now just thank you man thank you because without you being trailblazers where would we be like I can safely say that our generation we're a little bit lazy we are we are we oh, yeah. are anyway we are gonna get into episode seven. we are going to talk about safety stuff we're going to talk about um turbulent topics we've got bbls we've got mile high club we got shit to get into so can we just get into it so let's go ahead and get into some topics i won't say that this is turbulent topics but it's definitely something that i feel like i need to address and i do apologize if i sound a little bit different listen i've been trying for about an hour to get this mic situation straight and it's just <laughs> it's just gonna be what it's gonna be so let's go ahead and get into it so if you want to come onto the plane plane and you want to act a fully fool just know That the captain is the most, is the higher up, right? He's like the very, he or she is the very, the top of the the hierarchy, right? But, if I, as a flight attendant, say, I do not feel safe with this person on the plane, I do not feel, no. The words are, I do not feel safe with this passenger on the plane you are off the flight you're off you're off you're off you're off (laughs) it does not matter who you are it does not matter your airline status it does not matter your vip it doesn't matter anything If a flight attendant, it doesn't have to be the flight lead. It doesn't have to be the galley service leader. It doesn't have to be nothing. If any flight attendant says, I do not feel safe with this person, this passenger, this whatever on the plane, pets included. It's either me or them. So two things happen. Number one, usually what happens is your motherfucking ass gets off the plane. You are off. You're off because we got, we got places to go. We got people to see. We got things to do. We got operations to complete. <laughs> we have missions to accomplish. Your ass will be the first one off the plane, right? but if it's like a special scenario okay okay like they trying to de whoop they'll replace the flight attendant that's fine and the flight attendant that said i did not feel safe will not get in trouble so don't get it twisted you know but at the end of the day i need y'all to realize y'all coming down here with these crazy attitudes these crazy you know what i'm saying disrespectful tones all this stuff you want to talk to us crazy but what you don't realize is... I'm pretty sure I said this in another episode. But the captain will come down and be like, who's in charge? And that's that's not just, like, banter. That's, like, real-life shit. Because it's, like, who's in charge? Who's... who's? And, and like I said, I'm not trying to, like, talk out the ego or nothing. But that that's just real life. And the crazy thing is, y'all come down on these planes... And y'all sit here and look at us like, oh, you're my servant. And I'm like, no, bitch, really? I ha- I am the one that holds the decision if you fly today. Thank you for your money. Thank you for purchasing purchasing a ticket. But at the same time, like, don't get at Trash Dad. Like, don't sit here and think you can disrespect me or disrespect my crew and and fly. Excuse me on this flight you will not fly (laughs) you will be sitting at the gate you know rethinking your decisions for the next flight and if that crew is not having you you're just not gonna be had so just choose uh, my point is choose wisely choose your words choose your attitude you know, what I'm saying like flight attendants do not have any. And that leads me into my next point. Whether you have a six year old or a six month old. No matter what the gate agent tells you. This is like a, like a passenger and a, a gate agent kind of thing. So let me just start with the passengers because it's just so much easier. Number one. I already said this. I'm burping already. I already said this in a past podcast, but if you can help it, if you have children that you need to sit with, please book a ticket that allows you to pick your seat with your children. Now, when you get to the gate, if you know that you did not pick a seat that allows you to sit with your children. You already know. You got some shit on your hands. Okay. Well how you going to clean your hands. Well go to the gate agent. Very politely. And be like hey. I did not purchase a ticket. That allows me to choose my seat with my children. But I would really appreciate it. If you could help me gather us all together. Do not sit here and be like. Um you didn't put me with the no 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 no. because I can understand where gate agents be like well I have no control over that I don't have any seats available like I can see where they're coming from because it's all up to you and there's some gate agents that come down at the last minute when we have chaos on board you know what I'm saying everybody's like oh well have a three-year-old and a six-year-old and a seven-month-old and we're not seated together and nobody wants to switch with us and the gate agent is like well (laughs) boo boo too sad so sad like I don't know what to do and like the flight attendants if you really get what's going on you're kind of like yeah boo-hoo because it's all up to you it is all up to you it is it is second base is you got a gate agent there that could possibly help you it is not their duty to help you it is not not because how you going to ask somebody that paid for 27a they paid for that seat because they like the window seat and they like that certain row and they want to sit there and then you expect us to ask a paying customer to change their seat because of your issues now let's take it back imagine you paid for 27A, B, and C because you have children, right? And then this person comes on and is like, well, I I only feel better. I would only feel better if I sat in 27A. Uh, well, too fucking bad, so sad. I paid for this seat and it is what it is. You, you can't expect, you'd be pissed if a flight incident came up to you and be like, hey, do you mind like moving you know I'm saying just like switching to like 16 C um because this person kind of wants to sit here no it'll be really fucked up right it'll be really fucked up like everybody will be pissed okay so don't sit here and come down to the plane and expect your flight attendants or expect your fellow passengers to switch seats with you because you have a child that you did not properly plan for like And I understand shit gets crazy, life gets wild, whatever. I get it. But at the end of the day, if you know that you did not plan for this and you know that, you know what I'm saying, like you just bought like three or four tickets, whoop-de-whoop, and then you get to the gay agent and they say, we can't do anything about it. Like you kind of did this last minute. And don't get me wrong. It's one thing if you plan for it and you got... And you paid for seats A, B, C, D, E, and your family is supposed to be right there. And then all of a sudden, when you get to the gate, you got different seats. That's one thing. No, I paid for the seat. I did what I had to do. Blah, blah, blah. That's one thing. I respect you for that. But if you're sitting here just paying for tickets and you and you know that you can't fucking choose your seat. And then all of a sudden you get to the gate and you're like, why are we not sitting together? Bitch, because you did not pay. For the fucking level of ticket that allows you to choose your seat. So now here we are, and you want me to figure out your mess. No, you knew you had these kids. Okay, okay, all right. Let me take a, let me just, okay. Anyway. Let's move on, because I feel like y'all got the hint. Let's move on to the tight connections. The tight the tights connection. If you're going to book a flight with a tight connection, I just need you to know that anything can happen. Your first flight could get delayed. Your first flight could leave out early. You know what I'm saying? You thought you had a one hour layover, Now you have a two hour layover. It doesn't matter. Or your flight can get delayed and now you have a 17-minute layover anyway just know if you book a flight I have booked a flight on my specific airline and it gives me the later connection flight so how I know y'all motherfuckers are doing this shit on purpose to yourselves to get to where you need to go early that's fine go ahead and change your little connection flight but at the end of the day when shit goes haywire you know what i'm saying we don't get there um when we say we're gonna get there that's your fault because when i go to book like for instance i booked my mom on a fucking bogota and i was like oh we land at 540 she could definitely get on the 6 30. but when i when i booked her you know what i'm saying to do all that shit, it booked me for the 8 30 flight connection instead of the 6 30. So I was like, oh, I see how y'all do. Y'all be like, oh, no, I don't I don't want to wait that long. So I'm just going to book myself for the 630, even though I land at 540. And, yeah, it's going to be their fault if I miss my- No! Da, 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 no, it's your fault. Because we're allotting you that time, that comfortability, if that's a word, we're giving you that time to fucking chill we're also giving ourselves that time to be like okay well shit hits the fan something goes wrong with the airplane like i don't think y'all realize when you book airline tickets it's not a a a one and done everything's all good it's not set in stone that's what i need y'all to realize so when y'all have these inconveniences where y'all are Oh, I misconnected. Oh, I missed my connection flight because we had to wait on the tarmac for a gate. Or there was a mechanical or something was wrong with that motherfucking yadda yadda yadda. Welcome to my life. Nobody told you to book a 30 minute connection. Nobody told you. Anything under an hour or less. An hour or less. You're asking for trouble. Okay, you get on the flight, you pay for this, and you feel like you should get what you paid for. And of course, go ahead, get what you paid for, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, it's aviation. Anything can happen. Like, why do y'all think that just because you say, I'm going to pay for this, and I'm going to look for this, that it should just happen? uh Excuse me. The world is so much bigger than you. Anything could happen. Anything could happen, especially during the holiday season. So please allow for fuck shit, allow things to to you know whoop de whoop de whoop. Allow that fluidity because if you don't, you're gonna be sitting here looking dumb. All the fucking gate agents are gonna be looking at you dumb. All the fucking flight attendants and the captain is going to look at you dumb because why did you book a 25 minute connection and you're in 38 F? What does that have to do with me? Anyway, let me, let me, oh, let me, let me touch on it real quick. Telling gate agents and, um, flight attendants. Oh, oh, I'm like 17 minutes away. cause you tell the gate agent that, um, that, that I'm on my way? No. Me as a flight attendant on the same flight as you, as we're deplanning, I cannot tell the gate agent at whatever gate that you're on your way. All I can say is that I hope that they did a little research to see where the passengers are coming from. Now, if it's like 30 of y'all coming from a certain flight, of course, that's going to raise a red flag. Like, Oh, you know what I'm saying? We're missing 30 people on this whatever whatever okay 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 but if it's just one of you two of you three of you man listen we speaking for my airline and like i said i don't disclose where i work so it's really not helping but no like you can't expect us to be like oh hey by the way certain so last name yada 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 is coming like running to the eight please don't leave without them no that's above my pay grade no no because if everybody is on board, especially if it's like a regional or like another airline, like I can't tell another airline, me being the measly little flight attendant that I am. They're beautiful, smart, talented, just phenomenal. Flight attendant that I am, I cannot just put in my system, hey, we got one passenger coming from this flight and he has to go across the airport, two terminals to meet you. I can't do that. Would I like to do that? Yes. Would I appreciate having the resources to do that? Yeah. But I also know that if there's like 1,000 people coming from different, you know, con- uh, I don't know. Just, just think. If Let's say there was a connecting flight to fucking London, right? And there were like 1,000 people coming from all kind of states just to get on this one flight to london and everybody's late or something like could you imagine the chaos as i'm trying to type a message oh last name so and so is coming from this fight but like it's not only you it's not only you like you're (laughs) you're not the only person trying to make a connection and that leads me let me just Let me just talk about tight connections and shit, because I've realized this during the holiday season. When I'm lead, I try to make announcements like, hey, these are our tight connections. Could you please allow the passengers that are going to so-and-so, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, um, Heathrow, uh, Frankfurt, uh, I don't know, Dakar, could you allow these passengers to move towards the front of the aircraft so that they can make their connections? People are so mean, and they're so rude, and they don't care. I'm moving the mic, hold on. They don't care, like, they don't care. <laughs> it's, it's like what the boys say, fuck your life, bing bong. Nobody gives a fuck about what you, what. nobody cares. Nobody cares. I can make announcements all I want but nobody gives a flying fuck. And the one person that's holding up you getting to your flight is the one that's already home. The one that's already home. They're chilling, they don't give a fuck. They are the ones that are holding up you to your flight, like like grabbing their shit out of the bed, you know what I'm saying? Fixing their scarf, holding up and it's up to you, really. It's up to you. Like, excuse me, move, get out of my way. Like it's it's up to you. And you're sitting here trying to be cute, like, oh I'm just gonna wait. No, bitch. If you got somewhere to go, then you can okay. Let me move on. So I've listened to this recording. <laughs> a good amount of times and i have to keep it i have to keep it because it's all real like it's all real shit so welcome back to all call radio (coughs) oh shit i'm sorry that's not it (laughs) that's not it that's not it wait there we go okay 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 Welcome back to All Call Radio, where we talk all things aviation, flight tenant, life, yada uh, yada yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway. Um, you heard all of that. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and get into pet peeves. Yo. Painting your nails. Hold on. I'm moving the mic. Painting your nails on the plane. Please. Just stop. Please. Because... We, I don't think you understand, we are trained to hear certain things, see certain things, smell certain things. So, if anything is out of the ordinary, we are, like, to be alert. I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, we are on alert. So, if I smell alcohol, if I smell fucking, what is the fucking... I don't know, whatever the shit is to... Oh, God, I know what it is, but I can't think of it right now because there's a lot of things going on. Just know, if I smell something out of the ordinary and it's very strong, I'm alerted. And I'm going to ask my crew members, like, do you smell that? Like, just, you know are people complaining? Is this like a thing? And it's just this person fucking painting their nails. Acetone. Oh, there we go. Acetone. and And, and it's like... Could you imagine no one is painting their nails, no one is doing anything weird, and I smell acetone? I'm gonna be very worried because like, okay, I've checked the cabin three, four, five, six times, nobody's doing anything weird, nobody, I don't see any fucking cotton balls. No one is changing their nails, nobody's nothing. It's just, just this weird acetone smell. I'm gonna alert the captain. So, all I'm saying is, excuse my French, but for all the bitches, gender neutral, that want to introduce smells onto a metal tube, please just don't, like just don't, just, just wait. You can wait, I promise you, you can wait. It, it is not a dire emergency. For you to paint your nails. I need you to know at the end of the day. Your flight crew. Cabin crew. 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 Flight. Whatever. Whoever you want. Safety professional. Whatever you want to call it. We are trained to um, be alert. So I just need you to not. Just stop. Think. And just be considerate (laughs) I'm sorry for all of you that got that stop think pause (laughs) and be considerate of the people around you cause that's all it takes just be considerate of the people around you like yo I don't wanna smell that nobody cares about your freaking nails nobody cares nobody cares oh my god and it, it stinks, it smells. And I couldn't, I'm just gonna go on a rant real quick. I couldn't imagine being a black flight attendant, um, <clears throat> but a flight attendant when it was okay to smoke on planes. Oh, no, I, I because like, why? Um, Anyway. Uh, I'm not going to dwell too much on that, but just know how disgusting. Ah, uh, like we should not have to. Like, I, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to move on because it's, I'm, I'm going to move on. <clears throat> the Mile High Club. Let's get into it. Wait, what button do I want to use? Um. awkward button. Yes, it's very awkward because I appreciate the people okay, okay, okay. I appreciate the people that want to get freaky deaky and they want to do the whoop-de-whoop whoop and they want, to, they want to do certain things that make them feel alive. You know, you want to do whatever. The only problem that I have okay I'm gonna speak I'm gonna speak in a very safe space because I know this is a safe space my podcast is a very safe space for anybody I don't have to say all that you guys know you guys fuck with me um if you're gonna do what you're gonna do do it in a discreet way if it's in public right like if you're gonna you're gonna whoop de whoop whatever you're gonna do okay do that whatever i don't care but just my only concern is when there's children involved right so there's like weird things going on and children are walking about the cabin because they do that they do children they don't care and i care so much about children I love them it doesn't matter I I don't care I love kids so yeah it's it's your day if you want to fucking do some weird shit not weird shit but like you want to do adult things and you have no regard for children like oh my god if you're gonna do adult things and you're gonna do whatever you want to do I have all respect for you but do it in a space where it's private. I don't know. I would rather this is all I'm saying. I would rather you sneak off into the bathroom and I like see you going like too deep in the bathroom. I would rather that than for you to like be doing some weird shit all out in the open and like some kid is just trying to make their way to the bathroom. If that makes sense and they just happen to look over and they see your your unmentionables. You know like that's just not okay. And I know you guys know, like, I, I, I'm I, pretty sure that I'm not, like, um, delivering it in a way to where everyone can understand. But I'm pretty sure that you all get me. Like, come on, man. There's, like, younger fucking spirits out there that don't know what's going on. So the least you can do if you're going to fucking do some next level shit, I have no problem with you um, completing your whatever but just please do it in a kind of respectable manner i don't know please please just know just know that you're not the only person on this planet oh my god at the very least am i am i asking for too much as someone who is um responsible for your safety i don't know (laughs) i don't know I don't know! I don't know. And and let me get just a little bit, let me rub some people the wrong way. When it comes to the My Ohio Club, um, when I think about the Mile High Club, I think of like, oh, private jets. Oh, like we're fucking in the air because you paid for this uh, privilege. To fuck me in the air. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't... (laughs) I don't see Mile High Club as... You know, we're on a commercial jet. And we're kind of like doing things under the radar. No pun intended. Like, I... That is not Mile High Club to me. Mile High Club to me is like... Oh, you paid for me and you and a couple other people to be in the air at this time. And so... You know what I'm saying? If things were to happen during said time, it's paid for, it's accounted for, it's, you know, the rules and regulations are there. And even if they weren't there, even if it was, like, 70 people on there, like, we would also, like, be respectful enough. Like, even if people heard it, at least they didn't see it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to move on. But y'all know. Y'all get me. Y'all hear me. Like come on man, don't do that. I think I think I'm I'm just most judgmental when it comes to kids. Because we have a lot of kids that travel by themselves. And there's a lot of adults that are out there doing whatever they want to do and feel free to do whatever you want to do, but just know that there's kids out there, man. Like they're kids, man. Like they're fucking kids. Okay. Let me get off of it. I'm gonna move on. Um, recently I've had a lot of random ass people like sneak pets onto the plane. <laughs> Where's my water? Um, you guys are annoying because. Like, why are you stuffing your pet into a duffel bag? Like, I (laughs) just drive, bro. Like, just drive. Because it's not that I'm annoyed that you have a pet. It's the fact that you decided to pay for your ticket or whatever, and then you're stuffing your pet into a fucking bag. And they can't breathe, they can't, they're still human. They're not humans, but they, they have a life. They have things going on and you're, you're stuffing them into a fucking duffel bag just to make a flight. Are you fucking kidding me? You're disgusting. I don't like you. Um. <laughs> and um, I don't really have any more notes on my pad, but to say that I don't like the way you guys do things. I, I just don't. Just pay for the pet. Just pay for it. Pay for it. Because I there's so many instances where... People have snuck their... And it, it's not like... You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to sneak past him. No, we have paperwork. We have, okay, this pet, this is a service animal, this is a fucking yet yet. We have all the paperwork. So you think that I'm just sitting here saying, hello, good morning, good evening, blah, blah, blah. I'm just a dumbass flight attendant. No, I'm sitting here checking you. Every single person that comes onto the plane, I'm looking at you head to toe. Ear to ear. I'm checking you at the door. It doesn't matter how smooth I do it. It doesn't matter how I speak to you. It does not matter. If it doesn't matter if I'm talking to my co worker, I'm looking at you too. That co worker is checking you, but I'm also checking you because I can't trust that co worker. I just met that motherfucker two seconds ago. I, if I'm the flight lead, I have to make sure every single person that comes on the plane comes correct. They're sitting down. They do what they need to do. Even if they don't sit in the right seat, okay. But I have, like, and I hate to be, like, that dramatic. It's not dramatic. It's, that's my job. Damn. Like, that's my job. Every single person that comes onto the plane, like, you would be upset if I sat here and stopped you and said, what's your name? Are you on the list? Like, is that what they used to do? I don't know. I wasn't alive back then. I don't know. I was just a thought. I probably wasn't even a thought, child. I probably wasn't even a thought. But, like, that's how it used to be. So, you would be offended if I asked you your name. First of all, <laughs> y'all be offended when I asked you your seat on a wide body. Um, Where's your seat? And I know y'all heard this from episode one or two like come on like like what's your seat um i know i see oh that's not what i asked you i asked you what we should see but okay so like my job is to check you at the door because at the end of the day my job is everyone's safety my safety first right and my crew's safety also first and then you guys right So, why wouldn't you want me to check every single person at the door? Like, you know? And then you got those first-class passengers that, like, they like that shit. Like, you see them. They know. They fly every Monday, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then you check someone at the door, like, um, put your mask on. And, like, that person that you think would be an asshole to you actually really treats you very nice. Anyway, okay. I'm rambling. Um... You guys don't understand. And when I say you guys, I'm saying passengers. You guys do not understand. We're not just here to say hello and get our paycheck. We are here because we are allowing you to come onto a fucking metal tube and fucking gather your belongings. And then we're going to go very, very high in the air. That's what I don't think you all realize. Until, I don't think y'all realize that until we get all the way up there. And then you would be like, oh, this is kind of weird. No, we've already, we've already talked about it. We already know who you are. So, when you start to act a fool and act crazy. Hey, listen. We finna down this metal tube. You're gonna get off. You know what I'm saying? But even if some weird shit happens in between, I know how to evacuate this aircraft in 90 seconds. That's what I need y'all to realize. We are not sitting here being assholes and bitches because we're in positions of power. We are literally trying to get... I'm trying not to get emotional. Because I did that in episode two or three or whatever. We are trying to get a massive amount of people from A to B with no fucking problems. Do you know how hard that is? I don't think you understand how hard that is. On a wide body? A good 350. A good 350 people from A to B. And put the fucking bag up. it's just with no problems we want to make sure that every fucking body let's just say 200 bodies every fucking body gets from a to b the same way that they came allow us to do that just shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down when I ask you what do you want? You know what you want. Even if you don't know what you want, be polite about it. Oh my god. Is that asking for too much? Oh, because service is not guaranteed. It's a fucking plus. Read your fine print. It's a plus. Huh. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. But just know we are responsible for for getting you From A to B. That's it. From wherever the fuck you're leaving to wherever the fuck you're going. If you want. And if some shit goes down in between, I will make sure that I will try my best, number one, to fucking survive. Because if some shit goes down, you didn't read the fucking safety information card. You don't know what's going on. You don't know. But (laughs) me as the flight attendant, if I'm cute enough and if I'm brave enough, I don't know if I'm just fucking lucky, blessed, ancestors got my back enough. I will survive the fucking crash. And when we crash, I'm going to say my commands. And hopefully, y'all motherfuckers will fucking join in and fucking get off the plane. I don't know. I don't know. That's what y'all don't realize. Y'all just be like, oh, I booked a flight. And I'm going to go from and um oh everything was fine nothing happened so why did she act that way why did he act that way why did they fucking I mean, because we have to do this unlimited amounts of times a day that's why and since when did you guys stop respecting us as safety professionals as, as people that have your lives in our hands since when oh you know what (laughs) i am going (laughs) it's very hot right now it's very hot i'm going (laughs) to end the episode here because you know it's just i think you guys get me i think you guys get me and um Unfortunately, this is the last episode of season one. Um, I have a lot of plans for season two, but let's just... Um, There will be a season two. (laughs) But just episode... Wherever I'm at, Um, I'm ending the season here because... I've been gone for a minute and I need you guys to really understand. And when I say you guys, I mean passengers and people that are not crew. I know crew understands all the way. And I know you guys are not, you don't feel a certain way for me not being, you know what I'm saying, present and, and being consistent. But you guys know, like you guys know, like I, I, I it's not fucking fairy tales and happy endings. No, this shit is fucked up. <laughs> Um, so, season two, I have a lot of big plans, I'm very excited, um, but I'm gonna end, end season one on a great note, I just wanna know, and I wanna let you guys know, that I'm, I'm, I'm so appreciative of, I said that very well. I'm so appreciative of you guys supporting me, and, and loving me through what I, i'm ranting at this point you already know um just thank you man because i'm sitting here talking my shit and you guys are listening and i all i can do is say thank you because i i mean what else could i ask for you know um so i hope that you guys are looking forward to season two i have a lot of things planned um it'll be way more consistent <laughs> um it'll be a lot more organized um and just thank you that's all I can say like I just I mean the the thank you that's it so yeah (laughs) I will see you guys in episode two